Hi, and welcome to Ex-Felons and Reentry, where we're talking about the subject of ex-felons and reentry into American society. I am your host, Alexander Heidenreich, and I very much appreciate you tuning in to this podcast. Today, I would like to do my first segment, basically, and just tell you some statistics and, and kind of just touch base on a few things. Uh, first off, did you know that corrections in America, and when I say corrections, I'm talking about everything from prison, jail, juvenile, probation, parole, those are all classified under corrections. The government has $80 billion allotted for corrections in America, and that money comes straight out of the taxpayers' pockets. So even if you do not have an interest in ex-felons and re-entry, or you just really have some type of bias towards ex-felons and re-entry, um, it still is something that I feel impacts you. So, did you also know that in America, we have the highest rate of incarceration per capita as to any other country? We house... 25% of the world's incarcerated population. That, to me, in a land that alleges to be the home of the free and has liberty and justice for all, is a startling rate. So, really, I would like to just touch base on those things and figure out why. Why do we have a high recidivism rate? Why do we have the highest rate of incarceration, uh, you know, in, in, in comparison to any other country. Why are these things the way they are? One of the reasons is an ex-felon, and I did 17 years of my 40, incarcerated. I was released in 2017, and one of the reasons that I feel the recidivism rate is so high and everything is because of the fact that re-entry and re-assimilating into American society for many is very, very hard. And it is not hard because they do not put forth the effort or because they are not responsible or because they haven't changed. It is hard because when they get out, they are faced with discrimination and unequal treatment, quite frankly. When I got out in 2017, even though I was doing everything right, I was working, I was going to see my parole officer, I was passing my UAs, I even had a sparkling letter of recommendation from my parole officer. Despite all of that, I was faced with discrimination. I was told, quite frankly, that I wouldn't be rented to because I was a felon. I had various landlords who, even though I had money, I had co-signers, I had this, I had that, they did not want to rent to me. Do you know why? Because I am a felon. I've had people not want to employ me. I have had people who, in the jobs that I was employed at, um, quite frankly, before they even knew me, they judged me just because they knew that I had been in prison. That is the definition of prejudice. That is the definition, I feel, of discrimination. That is the definition of inequality. So, um, or inequality, I, I apologize. Um, so anyway, what we need to figure out, America, is how to fix this. 
because, quite frankly, another statistic is the fact that 50% of all Americans either have been incarcerated or have an immediate family member who is. So, I feel like this is everybody's problem to tackle. This is everybody's interest, okay? Do you realize that when people get out and they are faced with nothing but opposition, nothing but people telling them, hey, you can't do this, you can't do that, we won't rent to you, we won't employ you, we don't even want you. Do you know a lot of those individuals become frustrated? And instead of seeking counsel for that frustration, becomes because some of those people oftentimes don't feel that they can, those people go out and commit more crimes and end up right back in jail. And do you know who funds their stay in jail, ladies and gentlemen? You, the American public, with your tax dollars that could otherwise be being spent on things that we really need to pay attention to, like our veterans who are homeless in the streets right now that nobody seems to care about. But... Unfortunately, this podcast is not about veterans. This podcast is about ex-felons and re-entry. So I am going to stick to that subject. Re-entry, when I say re-entry, I mean the ability to re-enter. When people get off probation or parole, even people coming out of jail, they should be welcome. They should be told, hey, we know you made a mistake, but this is the land of the free. This is the land of success stories, of second chances. Even God gives second chances, okay? And some of the most profound figures in the Bible were criminals. Moses was a murderer. King David was an adulterer, okay? So let's not be hypocrites here. Let's keep everything equal. Okay, if you believe in God, if you profess to be a Christian and you know anything about Christianity, then you know that Christianity in Jesus Christ is about forgiveness. It's about second chances. It's about uh, somebody dying in our place because God could not judge us without somebody paying the price. Again, this podcast is not about Jesus Christ or God. Um, I'm just trying to bring this up in conjunction with this subject because I would like to open everybody's eyes to the fact that everybody on the face of this earth makes mistakes, some of which are worse than others, yes. But that does not negate the fact that everybody makes mistakes. So, I would just like for America to sit back and just ponder some of the things that I'm speaking of and just really delve into your own hearts and, and, and ask yourself, is the treatment that ex-felons are getting upon release, upon trying to reassimilate back into America, is it fair? Now, granted, yes, I know that some people... people get out of prison or jail, and they go right back under their own direction, under their own uh, misguided actions. That, that, is, that is very true. But a large percentage, such as myself, have gotten out and tried 
and and done everything that they were supposed to do but are still not accepted fully into American society. Did you know in many states, even if you're off probation and parole, you can no longer vote? Did you know in many states, uh, your gun rights are taken away? Did you know in many states, there are certain realms of employment that you could no longer ever qualify for because you are a felon? Now I ask you, is this right? Is this correct treatment of people in a land that alleges equality for everybody? Did you know that statistically, well, you know, let me use another word. I apologize, not statistically, but factually, you can be a felon and run for the president of the United States, to be the president of the United States, to be the commander in chief of the military. Now, you would probably never get voted in, but you can run. It's your right. Okay, as long as you are of a certain age, you have met certain requirements, none of which have anything to do with with felons or anything of that nature, you can run to be the president. So let me ask you this. You can run to hold the highest office in the land, but you can't be a cop. You can run to be the commander in chief of the military, but you can't own a gun. You can run to command the whole United States of America to be the president, but you can't do a myriad of other things. Why is that? Is that fair? Does that make sense to anybody else out there? So, my whole reason for doing this podcast is because I hold this subject very near and dear to my heart has an ex-felon, and has somebody who sees multiple other ex-felons out here really trying to better themselves, but yet these same people are faced with nothing but opposition and people looking down upon them because they are felons. So I would really love if the people listening to this podcast would follow and subscribe, um, share this link, because as I said, this is not just a problem for ex-felons or people that are interested in ex-felons. This is a problem that affects everybody. Every single citizen of the United States of America that pays taxes is affected by this because your tax dollars are going to fund this mass incarceration. So, I do appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to my first episode. I'm going to keep it kind of short um, for this first episode, and I apologize for that. Uh, most of my future episodes, I'm going to try to keep around 30 minutes. But um, this first episode is, 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 as I just said, it's my first episode. Um, I would like to remind everybody that this is a listener-supported podcast, Um any donations that anybody makes towards this podcast go to the funding of this podcast. So um, we do appreciate any donations or listener support we get. I would also like to put it out there that I would love to have people on my podcast with me, um, guests. 
either ex-felons who are going through problems uh, reassimilating back into America or people, uh, you know, different organizations that, that have programs for ex-felons. I would love to get you on here and, and, and put some of those programs out there for people who otherwise don't know about them. You know, um, this is everybody's issue, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I think Jesus Christ said it best when he said, there is not one righteous among you. Not one. So, let's stop taking and, and prejudging people. Let's stop taking and, and looking down on people. Because none of us equal up in the eyes of God. We all fell short. We all had to have our sin paid for by Jesus Christ. So, whether or not you believe in Jesus or not is, is not the subject. I myself, yes, I am a Christian and I believe in Jesus Christ. But, I know that's not everybody's belief structure and I feel that everybody is entitled to their belief structure. So please do not let any mention of, of God or Jesus dissuade you from listening to my podcast. This is not a podcast to to try to sway anybody to Christianity or preach the Bible. This is a podcast about ex-felons. I just make reference to the Bible and Christianity because of the fact that the Bible and Christianity is about forgiveness of sins. And if God can forgive Moses, who was a murderer, and otherwise use him to do great things, then I feel like we can forgive ex-felons for becoming felons and, and, and going to prison. And we can say, hey, you say you're trying to change, you say you're trying to get out here and do right, let us help you. Let us have your back. Instead of looking down upon those people, why don't we try to uplift those people? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and I very much appreciate your time again. I hope that this podcast helps in some way, and I hope that people share it and help me try to enlighten the rest of America as to the issues that we deal with as ex-felons.